This is a 2A for Today action alert. My name is Zoe Warren, and I'm the host of 2A for Today. 2A for Today is a program where we explore all things Second Amendment, all things that protect, threaten, and violate the Second Amendment rights of all Americans. So today I'm in the studio with Peter Rakowski. Peter Rakowski is a research associate with the John Birch Society. He's a writer, and he's giving us a legislative update, a legislative alert, an action alert for all of us who are concerned about our Second Amendment rights being transgressed. So Peter, hello, welcome to the show. Hey, Zoe, it's great to be with you. Man, I'm so glad that you uh, came on the show today to kind of let us know what's going on. I got your alert in the email, and I wanted to make sure that we had a good understanding of some of that stuff that's coming down the pipe um, from you know the cesspool there in DC. Yeah, there are, there are several uh, very extreme, blatantly unconstitutional gun control bills that are currently introducing Congress. And the Democrats in control of Congress want to actually enact some of those bills into law. So I'm gonna go through uh, some of those, especially the most extreme one, uh, because it really shows where, which direction the Democrats want to go and what they ultimately want to achieve. And uh, there's H.R. 127, which is introduced by Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, who's a Democrat from Texas. And just to give a sort of a, uh, a sense of how she stands constitutionally, her Freedom Index score is 23%, which is abysmal. Uh, but H.R. 127, which she's oh, introduced... Wait, that's better than Lindsey Graham, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's true. But, but Lindsey Graham is not a high bar. <laughs> Go but on, yeah. yeah, but H.R. 127, uh, which is a really draconian bill. I mean, it would create a national firearm registry that any law enforcement official, that any member of the military could access at any moment... And not only would it tell them who's owning a gun and who isn't, but also would tell them where the gun, where the firearms are stored in someone's house. So if the government would want to confiscate these guns, uh, it would be a piece of cake to do so. So why would they, why would they need to know where my guns are stored? I mean. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason. They just don't, they don't want anyone to exercise the God-given right to self-defense. So by creating a national firearm registry, it's easier for them to, uh, to violate that right. And there's even more in this bill. It's not just that, even though this is bad enough. Uh, it would create a national license simply to own a gun. And if you want this license... You would need to take, number one, a training course. You would need a psychological evaluation. You know, what does that mean? And you would need to pay $800 for, quote-unquote, firearm insurance. And probably the worst of all, this license, you got to renew it every one to three years. Now, and, who, who gets, I, I'm sure they've got lots of conservative Christians on their psych evaluation team, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what this is going to do, they're, they're going to pack these uh, psychological evaluation teams with leftists, and then anyone professing, you know, Christian faith, uh, conservative values are going to be found to be unfit to own a gun. And then this license will be denied, and they will be banned from uh, defending themselves. And 
going on with, with what's in this bill, it would also ban any uh, ammunition magazine that's more than 10 rounds, so severely restricting your right to own ammunition. And last but not least, if you violate any of these provisions, you could spend up to 40 years in jail or pay a fine of up to $150,000. I mean, who? I mean, it, this had to have been, been written by a circus clown. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not possible that they think this is going to pass. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> but here's the thing about legislation like this. Not only do Democrats want this ultimately, but when, when someone introduces a bill as uh, extreme as this, it makes any other gun control bill appear to be reasonable to your typical establishment Republican. So if you have, you know, a background check bill, which uh, several senators, including some Republicans, want right now, you know, or uh, banning so-called assault weapons, or, you know, you know, things like that, those bills suddenly become reasonable, quote-unquote, and then it's easier for, them, for that to pass. So that's the what the Democrats in Congress are using to infringe upon our God-given right self-defense. And that is a tactic right there. That, that kind of leads me into my, my next question. I, I, it's not possible that those radical bills are going to get passed. I mean, I don't think that's the only one. There's a couple of more I saw on your alert too. But there's, there's no way that those radical bills are going to get passed. So the strategy, the Hegelian strategy, like we talked about in our last show, is to do just that, to do something that is so radically disruptive and chaotic that any step back looks like a gift to us or something that looks moderate and looks like common sense and, and we should compromise. Those are all their buzzwords. But talk to me a little bit about how they are, who they're, who they're trying to tap right now. We, I, I talked about this in the last show too, but who are they trying to tap that you know of in Congress that may be considered vulnerable that we should call or reach out to and and warn. Yeah, well, there's an effort right now to do just that. Uh, well, there's a Democrat senator, Chris Murphy, who's uh, extremely passionate about, you know, taking away our Second Amendment and banning pretty much any any gun that exists. He's talking right now to uh, Republican senators Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania and uh, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina about a so-called background check bill that would make it illegal to uh, freely uh, purchase guns from, you know, relatives or from uh, gun stores. And uh, the, the strategy is what I just outlined. When you see bills this extreme, and then you introduce a bill that's, you know, not so extreme, you know, background checks, which is blatantly unconstitutional as well, then you have senators like Pat Toomey, Lindsey Graham, who don't have any backbone, suddenly supporting legislation like this or considering to support legislation like this. So it's those two senators. Then also uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, uh, Susan Collins of Maine, uh, Mitch Romney of Utah. Uh, those are some senators who uh, we really need to watch out for. The America Last Coalition. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting, too, that I, I think there's one radical bill that it seems moderate too, uh, as the uh, Charleston loophole bill. Are you familiar with that bill at all and the number on that bill? I believe you're referring to 
uh, HR 8, and then there's also a similar bill, HR 1446, which would uh, radically expand background checks and, you know, make it, uh, you know, criminalize all sorts of, uh, you know, constitutional transactions, you know, between relatives, you know, going to a gun store and buying a gun. Uh, so, yeah, and those two bills, they've passed the House. All they need to do is pass the Senate. You know, and it's funny to me because what they do is they'll get the America Last Coalition, this handful of, like, you know, anti-Trump, anti-constitutional uh, legislation. They'll get a handful of these guys to sign on, and then they can call it bipartisan. <laughs> That's right. That's what they always do. <laughs> Well, Peter, thank you so much for the update. What can we do? What can we do? What does JBS suggest that we do in order to make sure that we are always aware that we get these action alerts and that we can stop these radical gun bills? Yeah, the John Birch Society, what we do is we send out legislative updates on uh, bills like this, like these extreme gun control bills and bills on any other topic that's very important to preserving our constitutional God-given freedoms. So if you go to jbs.org and you go under the tab titled Act Now, you can see our legislative alerts and you can sign up for email updates and also for text message updates uh, to receive those on a regular basis. So you can stay uh, on top of what's going on in Congress and also in, on what's going on in your state legislators. Outstanding. Peter Rakowski, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. We really appreciate your help and your diligence because if we're gonna keep liberty, it's going, to mean, it's going to be maintained by eternal vigilance, right? <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you for watching this 2A for Today Action Alert. That concludes our program. But again, in the coming weeks and months, 2A for Today will be talking to experts, scholars, trainers, and all forms of gun right activists and Second Amendment proponents to answer the many questions that we all have and unpack the various laws and trespasses of our rights that have already been enacted and those that are on the horizon. Again, if the Second Amendment's important to you, make sure to subscribe to the New American Magazine and get on the top daily headline mailing list so that you get an email alert anytime we upload a video or stream a live event. And share these videos with your family and friends who feel the same, or those that are riding the fence between liberty and tyranny who need a little more convincing. You've been watching Tour for today. My name is Zoe. Post your comments or questions, and we'll try to address as many as we can, as fast as we can, in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for watching To Wait For Today.